Here we go. Here we go, mate. <laughs> Good morning, mate. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. That's Kanye. It's supposed to be the year of no Kanye. Oh, is it? According to us. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> of course always <laughs> i haven't even eaten or drink anything today <laughs> the spirit of the pod just <laughs> <laughs> was born into life <laughs> oh, oh my god. god okay with that guys welcome back to our thoughtfully sometimes chaotic podcast <laughs> I'm June. I'm Shelby. <laughs> I think I definitely was at I'm Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm June. I got a little confused. <laughs> and we're on, on the, the same, same page. page. We're here, guys. It's the morning. And we're in Rob's Rob's. So you know what that means. Time Chaotic energy. <laughs> it's oh. time to get funky, funky. <laughs> Cha-cha slap. Everybody clap your hands. Clap, 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 clap your hands. Ah, I'm being attacked. Oh my god. Yep, it's the morning, so we had to do robes. It yeah, was basically you made me wake up so early. <laughs> Made, dragged her out of bed. <laughs> Ripped her up by the robes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it is early for you. It's, it's yes, it is. It's morning here, but not quite as early. <laughs> so sorry about you. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I can't help that I work like every weekend. <laughs> it's stupid. That stupid. is stupid. It is really dumb. <laughs> I did. I did start the year off saying I was gonna work like every fourth Saturday. I do remember you saying that. And it has been all but the one I was, like, super off. Like, every other Saturday, I've, I am working or have worked. So, I don't know. Starting in February. <laughs> it's fine. After the trip. Not even February, because I'm working next February. Oh, or, yeah. I don't even know. Ah! <laughs> anyway. Sorry uh, about it. <laughs> we should catch up. What's, yeah. um, what's your bad? What's your good? What's going on? Um. Oh my! <laughs> I thought you were about to cry. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I was like, she's welling with emotion. <laughs> the spirit of the pod and <laughs> tears are flying out of her. <laughs> no. Um. Bad. I've been so emotional. Oh. <laughs> Let me just say that. <laughs> oh, so you were about to cry? No, <laughs> no, no, not this time. I, I think I'm out of tears from this. <laughs> Wait, this week? So what happened this week? I don't know anything about it. I just, uh, I don't know. I think, I think it's just, uh, inner doubt and, um, I don't know. Just a lot of emotions internally that have, like, I guess, festered and have been, like, bubbled up 
this week, I guess. Um, and then I went to therapy and I do kind of feel like, I know you said like your therapist doesn't really say much unless like you kind of want her to. Yeah. Whereas my therapist, I feel like says too much. And it was almost like her, I almost fell, and maybe this isn't how she was meaning for it to sound, or maybe it wasn't her intention at all, and this is just how I felt, but it almost like seemed like she was almost just saying, get over it, Interesting. and like, you're only feeling this way because you know it's not true about yourself. And I'm like, and I'm literally sitting there like sobbing, and I'm like, I- Interesting. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> and so like, I felt like almost worse after therapy because I was I was like actually excited to go to therapy to kind of like let it all out and like you know whatever and um I almost felt worse leaving because I felt like I let it all out without any like resolution almost or any like next step I guess what I'm all the first thing I was thinking was do you feel like you received no validation as well like if you're feeling like she was yeah. kind of saying yeah like I felt like she kept throwing in like a, it's okay for you to feel like this but like you know it's not true about yourself or you wouldn't be feeling mm. this way like this deeply about it and like is that how that works I mean I get it but like I've never heard it said exactly like that <laughs> it's interesting it was kind of like I was having feelings of like not good enough and like not being the best in certain ways that I know like I am and can be and she was saying like well clearly you know you're you're enough and clearly you know like you are like a good girlfriend a good friend a good you know whatever a good teacher like just all these things or you wouldn't be feeling so down if you knew you were a shit person then you'd be like, yeah, I'm a shit person. Like, and not be feeling these kinds of emotions. But you know you're not, so it hurts that you're feeling that way. Which I get what she's saying, but yeah. that doesn't that doesn't make me feel better. Well, I feel like, like I'm she's... not all of a sudden going to be like, oh, you're right. I'm, I feel great. Well, if someone had just told me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> these were silly feelings. <laughs> right. I wonder if, um. so it feels like she's, like, jumping ahead a little bit. Like... If you were in there, like, actively in the emotions, like, while you're there, so something that, and I heard it before, but I never really, like, thought about it or, like, put it into practice by any means, but, like, a few sessions ago, my therapist had said, like, the phrase, like, feel, deal, heal. So, like, Mm -hmm. the steps. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like where you were feeling you weren't quite ready to get into deal or heal. Like, she's already jumped straight to heal. Like, well, but you know that's not you. It's like, well, I don't. Clearly, I'm feeling right. it. Like, her, like my body rather like I, that. Rather I, in my, like, subconscious know that those things aren't true about me, I clearly am feeling like it right now. Right. Like, rather I know what is truth and what is not. It's how I'm feeling. Right. And so so then, like, at the end, she just kind of was like, you know, still process as you need to and still process it. But, you know, you'll be all right, basically, is what it felt like. And I'm like, (laughs) thanks. 
Aw. Well, I'm, like, thinking back to, like, my most recent time that I was upset, like, in therapy. Mm-hmm. And I remember, A, I don't think she was getting a lot of words in <laughs> until I would be like, <laughs> what do you think about that? Like, <laughs> right, right. And then um, I remember she kind of ended it, like, when we were wrapping up. And I had just been upset, you know, like, a lot of this time. I'm pretty sure she worded it like, I'm so sorry you're going through this. And in the moment, I think because I've not really heard that in a, a authentic way. Like, usually that sounds mm-hmm. kind of, like, backhanded or, like, yeah. you know. So I think in the moment, it maybe threw me off guard. But, like, looking back, I know she truly meant, like, I'm really sorry that, like, you're feeling all of this stuff and, like, dealing with this stuff right now. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, I don't, I don't like, even if she thought what I was saying was stupid, like, who knows? <laughs> she probably right. Did. I mean, but it's still like, especially to hear from somebody outside of like your circle, I feel like, like hearing that from like almost a stranger, I guess. Yeah. Um, is nice. And I chuckled when you said that, not because that that's like funny or silly, but because I couldn't picture my therapist saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, how are you, are you wanting to make any changes with that? Or are you just like, let's see it through or like, what are your thoughts? I think I'm going to stick with her for now. Like to do the, to finish out the EMDR stuff. Um, because she did a great job with that. Like mm-hmm. that I felt like good about. Um, and we're going to continue in our next session. So I did it. Uh, the first session and that is intense. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> it's intense. Um, a lot of uncontrollable, and, and by uncontrollable, I don't mean I was just like wailing, <laughs> like of sobbing. But if she was, but she's like allowed uncontrollable to do that. <laughs> of like, I felt perfectly fine, and then I would just start crying, mm. like out of nowhere. And I had no idea why, but it really just does bring up. So even if you don't know if, even if you can't tell what those emotions are or where they're coming from, you can't put it into words, but they are coming. They are here because essentially EMDR, what it does is it puts your brain in the state of like your, in your REM sleep. So where all your walls are taken down around your brain and your brain's just able to process anything and everything it needs to. So in EMDR, it basically does that same thing, but you're awake and able to process them live almost. And so, you know, it literally is taking all the walls down around your brain, around your body, and just letting you feel and dig into what you're feeling and kind of find the root of the emotions you're having. Um, and she says like, she has patients that cry patients that like, will just burst out laughing. Like it's just like a bunch of emotion and it was very intense. She said that I, uh, responded to it very well. So that's good. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to do it in our next session. So has it only been the one time then still? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you did say... Because we were, um, for the audience, we've been memoing about these updates. 
you were saying at first that you felt like it had helped your sleep, right? Or, yeah, you know, maybe you had said that <laughs> cautiously, so I don't want to speak for yes. you. <laughs> yeah, so I had told you and I said, rather it actually worked, rather it's a placebo effect, or rather I'm exhausted. <laughs> I slept great. <laughs> and it was like multiple days that, I mean, I was falling asleep early. I was staying asleep. I was having dreams, but they weren't nightmares. Like they were definitely still vivid and they were still there and still like maybe a little weird or unexpected, but they weren't like nightmare, scary, waking up in the middle of the night, drenched in sweat and tears. <laughs> um, Which no one wants like <laughs> that. Right. So, um, and I mean, I really feel like I've been sleeping like pretty well since then. I mean, I do feel it getting back to how it was a little bit more, but I've definitely been sleeping through the night, but the dreams have been very, very vivid, but still not nightmarish. So that's good. So I don't know. Huh. I mean, I feel like that's a good first step. Hey, if I'm sleeping, yeah. I did another like bad I had this week. It's not like a bad that I'm still like worried about, but it happened this week. Monday, I slept for 13 hours. Wait, and you did work? So I fell asleep at 4.30 after work on Monday. After work, okay. And then I slept so long <laughs> that I slept through my alarms and was late to work. Oh, damn. From 4 p.m. So you did not wake up, like, at all? Like, no, I woke up once at, like, 3, I think it was. Damn. Like, in the morning, and I was like, uh, I could, pro I slept enough. I could wake <laughs> up, and I could just, like, stay awake so that way I don't fall back asleep and get back into a deep sleep and then be late to work. <laughs> well... Shocker, I fell back asleep. <laughs> How um, late were I you? Probably, I was like... Tw was that thunder? Mm -hmm. I think I heard it that time. Yeah, my audition got that. Um, it's very stormy and rainy here. Um, but uh, I was probably like 20 minutes late past the kids getting there. Oh, shit. So what yeah. happens when that, like, you're just alone? <laughs> well, and, so Megan, the one that I co-teach with, who does math and science, I have felt so bad for her because she's our grade level chair and the mo most, like, experienced teacher in the fourth grade realm. Um, and so everybody goes to her, like, for help, which she does not mind at all. But... We had one teacher go out for paternity leave who, like, was not somehow prepared hmm. for that. And Rude. so, like, she <laughs> had to, like, make copies and do, like, print off his sub plans and do all this stuff for him. And then another, our teacher who came in the middle of the year who does not have a fucking clue about what's going on Aww. ever. That sucks. It's his own fault, okay. which is why I don't feel bad. At first, I was like, dang, sorry, buddy. But now I'm like, you're literally not doing anything to help yourself. <laughs> Even when we're trying to help you. Um, but he had to be out last minute on a day and, again, was calling her, asking her, like, what do I do? Can you do this for me? Can Oof. you do that for me? So then 
the next day was when I was late. <laughs> and granted, I mean, she didn't really have to do a lot, but yeah. she did put a sign on my door for the kids to go to her, my kids to go to her room till I got there, which is annoying. And so I just felt so bad. Other circumstances, I would have felt bad, but I wouldn't have felt as bad as I did. But I knew that she was already like over it and exhausted with like <laughs> oh everything else. And I was like, I'm going to have to send her this text message that I'm going to be late and I need her to watch my kids. <laughs> but she is paid extra for being this, like, person to you guys? or Like, maybe 80 bucks a month more. I mean, for a teacher, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes it can be. Next year, it might be 100 Ooh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> a $20 increase? Absolutely. <laughs> that's insane. Like 50 cent raise. Um, yeah, so that day I slept a lot and I slept quite. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. <sighs> I guess I needed it. My brain and my body needed it. Well, you've been saying how you've been like crazy busy. So, yes. So, I, that yeah. kind of tracks. Um, Insanely busy. Mm. And I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over it and I'm not even doing it. <laughs> like, that sounds wild. <laughs> I was telling June that. I think me and Dylan have had something every weekend, if not more, like even like weekdays of doing stuff since before Christmas, like the week before Christmas. And it's and already a week or a week, a month after Christmas somehow. Yeah. So that's fucking insane. Die. Yeah. I don't ah. want to do anything. Um, but my good. I'm alive. <laughs> I am alive and I'm I am here. here. <laughs> I don't have a lot of plans this weekend. Thank God. Almost like none, technically. Yeah, I'm like, you need to like either take a nap or like yeah. just chill on the couch. And then tomorrow we're getting vaccines and <laughs> that's it. So that's my good. I'm not doing shit. And I did see, last night I did go to the movies. What movie? On my own. Um, Poor Things. Mm -hmm. That movie, it's a... Newer, like, indie movie. Um, it has Emma Stone in it. She won Best Actress Ooh. for this movie. What was it? Poor Things? Poor Things. So it has Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe! Willem, Willem <laughs> Dafoe! <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was... I really Oh, like I've seen a couple very brief teasers. Yeah. Okay. So that's what she won the Emmy for. I like to go into movies not really having an idea of what it even is about. Like, yes. yeah, I might see some trailers and stuff, but I like to go in, like, blind. Sometimes that's really good, and sometimes that makes a movie very strange and interesting. This was a very strange and interesting one to go into. <laughs> blind. Um, <laughs> a lot of sex. Oh. A lot of sex. A lot of... Penises, boobs, and vaginas. Okay. Is it a long movie? Uh, it's two and a half hours. Okay. So, yes. Which is short nowadays. <laughs> well, right. Um, now I feel like an hour and a half is like yeah. a TV episode or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but it was really good. Like, it, and I mean, the, the backgrounds, the colors, the costumes, like, the camera work was beautiful. 
like sometimes they would have like a fisheye lens. Sometimes they would have like a panning lens. Some like it was so like cinematographically. <laughs> almost got through it. Um, cinematography. Oh, oh. <laughs> was it so? It was cinematography. It fell. <laughs> Good. I'm trying to say that as like an adjective or an adverb. It was. <laughs> Aesthetically pleasing, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> Very much so. Um, but it was just like quirky and weird and strange, but like hilarious and sexy. And, okay. Um, but like all the characters were just so good and the actors who portrayed them were like really good and thoughtful and the storyline was good. And I hate when there are lulls in movies like, where it's just kind of, like, not a lot's happening. But these ones felt so intentional. And, like, like they had to be there. Which, like, I feel like is very rare in movies. Okay. It was so I'm, good. Go see it. I'm into it. I, I, literally, all I heard was, uh, you, or you could have just said, Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> Willem Dafoe, I'm in. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I like all three of those people. So. It was good. Think, think. Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster, but sexy. <laughs> okay. And intriguing. A now, little bit of Edward Scissors fans, A little bit, yeah. Okay. A little bit. <laughs> oh my god, that is so loud. A lot, I will say, I have the app, Letterboxd. For free, like, free movies or whatever? Uh, no, you, it's a, it's almost like a social app oh. for movie watchers oh so you can it's almost like a journal so like good mo- reads yeah but yeah yeah okay. but for movies yeah exactly yeah. also um, audience if you don't know what good reads is get it together <laughs> get on it i am upset and you can add us <laughs> yes oh my god yeah that'd be fun wow okay anyway <laughs> put that put a pin in that Okay. Write it down. <laughs> Does nothing. <laughs> Does nothing. <laughs> um, so I like to, before I do my review, I kind of like to see what other people like say about it. Not to like tailor my review, but like just because I'm curious. And some, some women were like saying this was definitely made by a man and directed by a man. And you can tell because it's just showing like that women are one thing and that's a sex object and da 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 which I did not get that feeling during it. I got that feeling of like she's okay. the one who discovered the feeling you get down there, you know? And like she she wanted it. Hmm. I more saw it as they could have easily had her portrayed as this like emotional like can't do nothing for herself because of that reason and this like of what I feel like men do typically see women as like just emotional like balls of hysterical yeah (laughs) but I almost saw it as like a uplifting empowering move almost of like Mm -hmm. I want to fucking explore the world I want to have sex with these men because I like it and but essentially, like, it it really is her doing what she wants, exploring the world how she wants, doing what she wants, leaving what she wants, doing, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I get what it, you mean. She's not, it's not the men coming to her being like, hey, you're going to have sex with me. Like, and take advantage of her. It's her going to them saying, you're going to have sex with me. <laughs> like, so it was almost so, like empowering to me almost, I guess. And like that women can also be into sex and be sexual right. beings. I find that really interesting. Like this take. I, I mean, I would, because I do think that we're entering this like era of, I feel like everyone who isn't like a sociopath, like who isn't like just the worst, mm-hmm. like things they're a feminist or, or, you know, that things are equal and like we view things equally and like blah, 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 blah. However, if you're unaware of the cultural conditionings that are at play anywhere, but what they are here, there's a lot of, you know, conditioned misogyny within us, even women, a mm-hmm. lot of women are like that and they don't know they don't realize they you know because they're still stuck in this condition you know thing but i find that like interesting that you're saying that because then here like there's this other movie that off the top of my head when you said however you started this this part of the conversation like um men must have written this because of like Mm. all the sexual stuff that happens blah 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 i think that about freaking oppenheimer which mm. won all these things or is being nominated for all these things. And I did like the movie. I saw mm-hmm. it. I liked it. Don't feel the need to see it again, personally. Um, but, like, yeah. it was good. But I do remember thinking how some of the, like, sexual-esque scenes in that movie, I was like, this is by dudes for dudes. Like, yeah. why are we just sitting around naked? Like, for no reason. Like, right. we didn't see the sexual act. But then we just see people sitting around naked talking to each other. Which I have no problem with nudity. Like, that doesn't bother me. However, it seemed unnecessary to just show what's uh, Florence Pugh's tits, like, for a while. For, yeah. Seemingly for no reason. And I get that, like, that was just one specific scene. I feel like there was multiple like that. That, to me, I was like, this is just to get, like, to break up the monotony of action. And, and people like tits, so let's throw it in there. You know, like it wasn't developing this relationship or they thought, I feel like they thought they were. I didn't think they did a good job of that. No, I don't think so either. So yeah, I feel like that is an actual example of that. Whereas someone just showing a woman enjoying sex. Right. And that's literally what it was. She literally at one point, and this is in like the trailers where she's like laying there and she's like, why do people not just do this all the time? This brings happiness. And it's like, okay, girl. (laughs) Like, so just like, (laughs) when I started seeing like reviews like that, I'm like, really? Yes, this was written by a dude and directed by a dude. It was. But that's not, that wasn't even the point of it. Not everything has to be up in arms like, oh, well, they're portraying women like this and that's bad. And And like, not everything, not everything is a... Is a is a is a feminist issue. I agree with you. <laughs> okay, I agree with you 100. I be, I mean I I kind of think this boils down to like a bigger conversation of kind of relating back to was it during the our cuss words episode <laughs> our spicy episode where I said how like I just like 
personally, I view it as you choose what you take offense yeah. to. Like, yeah. this is one of those things. Like, people are choosing to nitpick and criticize, like, every thing. Right. Um, whether or not, you know, it's really necessary, you know. I mean, I guess I feel like everyone has the right to stand up for what they believe in. Fair. But I also think you sure. should educate yourself on reality. Well, like, it's also, it's a movie, like, it's not, it's very much obviously set in, like, a very fictional world and a very fictional life. And, I mean, it like, sounds dystopian. It is, yeah. It, it's so. a dystopian. It's considered science fiction is what the actual genre of the movie is. And it's just, like, well, it's not saying that this is real life or how life should be. It's just, it's a movie. Enjoy it and shut up. Right. Right. Like, and honestly, like... <laughs> I was going to say something shitty. Well, say it. not really. But it, it kind of ties back to your therapy thing a little bit. Because I thought of it when you were talking about the therapy and how your therapist was kind of acting about you being upset. Mm. And it made me think of something my therapist said on a podcast, like not to me, mm-hmm. um, about how sometimes <laughs> things aren't that deep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, this is one of those times. Like, it's not that deep. They just wrote a movie. They had a story to tell. Like, it's not right. anti-women. Hopefully, I no. It's it. so anything. It is like pro. Like, <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want, bitch. Yeah. Go yeah. have sex. I wanted to come home and have sex with Dylan after it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> like it. Like, and it also literally like in the movie she says multiple times like I will leave when I f- want to leave. I am not your prisoner. Like, yeah, bitch. No, you're not. Snaps. <laughs> like, well, I didn't feel way. anti-women at all. And you should go see it. And it's great. Did or she don't... have a bush? Yes. Hell yeah. It's feminist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. That's made up. I made that up. But... I mean. Uh, I stand by it. <laughs> Emma Stone unapologetically, like, fucking poured herself into this role. And I love that. Say less. Once again, you could have told me nothing about the movie. You could have said that, I'm in. <laughs> um, damn, nice. So, uh, what about you? Bad? Good? Um, let's see. I would say my bad is, I feel like recently, I've been feeling very, like, I think I'm thinking of, like, almost, like, antsy. I've kind of, okay. like... Because I feel like, for the most part, we've been in a good routine with the pod. Like, any issues, mostly with that, Mm -hmm. have been, like, leveled out for a while. So... (laughs) Knock on wood, bitch. Knock on wood. So, like, that hasn't been... Last okay, time right. I said that, she okay. got I meant, up. like, with the, like, you know, like, my schedule and, like, <laughs> where I incorporate it and, like, you know, kind of yeah. gotten that way with work. And I think it's led to me being a little bit like, I need to blow some shit up. So, specifically this week. <laughs> so, June just can't. Like, we need some chaos. Be normal. So, this week. <laughs> I woke up on Wednesday, which was supposed to be my first day back to work, and I t- I don't remember why Tuesday I was feeling, like, extra tired, 
So, like, I feel like that plays a role in this, but I woke up Wednesday, like, didn't work till, like, mid-morning. So, like, I even had, like, a chill morning, and I was like, fuck this. I am fucking done with hair. Fuck it. I'm done. Like, I need to quit. I need to form an escape route. Like, I need to get out of this within a year. Like, I'm done. This is, like, I was serious. I think I cried at one point. Like, I was feeling like, like, I don't know. Like, I was just like, we're done. Like, I'm done with hair. I gotta... <laughs> Fuck some shit up. And I was like, you're gonna find Dune, pack her shit, <laughs> I just, leave. Like, Traveling the world. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's very much how I was yeah. feeling on Wednesday. This is it, and guys. then I go to work. Was alone all day. Like, as in coworker-wise. Which normally I hate. Because, like, why would I want to be alone in, like, a huge salon, you know? Right. Um... And I had, like, a relatively chill day, but, like, busy, but, like, chill. And then everything was good, and I got home, and I was like, why the fuck was I so upset about work? <laughs> like, it was actually, like, completely fine. <laughs> and then I was like, like this is great. <laughs> well, and then I was like, okay, you know, it was a moment. But I think it was, I'm going to say that what it was was a nudge. That, like, I do need to start really considering what's next. And I mean that because, like, physically and emotionally, I want to turn down how much I'm doing here. Because I, okay. I, it's wearing on me. And, and that's kind of how I was feeling on Wednesday. Like, I'm so drained all the time when I work a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. And kind of the realization of, like, well, yeah, here I am, like, working all the time, and then, like, I don't even want to do shit on the weekends because I just want to, like, fucking chill, and right. um, I don't want to live my life this way, and um, so I think it was more of a, like, nudge to be like, okay, girl, like, you're supposed to be thinking about this stuff a little bit more, like, mm-hmm. you know, for starting to take the baby steps to, like, hopefully, you know, not do this forever, even though I love it, so it's like, I at least need to find a way to do less of it and, like, like still, still live. <laughs> like, not quit all of it. But yeah. Like, yeah. Do you have an idea of what that looks like or what that would be? <sighs> I have a lot of ideas. That's the problem. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Too many to, like, how do I do this shit? <laughs> I feel like we're the same in that way of, like, there are so many things I want to do that it almost, like, is, uh, like, paralyzing. Literally. Almost. Because it's, you can't. You can't do all of that. And so then it's like having to choose. It's like, well, I, I don't want to choose because then I lose all the other stuff. Like, right. It, right. Yeah. I um, feel that. That's been my issue since college. <laughs> well, and I think that's been my issue my whole life. Like with commitment. Like, like that's why I don't like to commit to things. Like, I don't want to be stuck. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I'm tentatively saying in my brain right now, like, five more years. And, like, of, before, of like... this? Of hair. Like, before I want to be able to, like, not do it. Whether I still do it okay. or not, I want to right. be able to not. So, okay. we'll see. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> because, like, I literally, when I work 30 hours behind the chair, I'm done. Like, my body Fair. hurts. 
uh, my soul hurts. <laughs> like I'm just like it's like strained, and I yeah. just don't like it. You know. So I think That's in a fair. perfect world, I would only work like behind the chair like max two days a week. The good is that I eventually got out of that feeling of blowing shit up on Wednesday. <laughs> so, because uh, yeah, I was trying to do it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I think that's it. Well, the good, I guess, is the cruise is coming up, and I'm ready. Like, yeah, I'm ready to do the fuck. Out of here. I feel that. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here. Uh, June's not coming back. Whoa. <laughs> After the cruise, she's I just like, like fall off ship, and that's why I didn't come back. I didn't mean die. <laughs> um, I meant uh, like just gets off the boat at you know a port like you're supposed to, and just doesn't come back. Doesn't come back. Just gets lost. <laughs> Again, not die. <laughs> Or get lost. <laughs> just is enjoying her life elsewhere. <laughs> but I get bored Jeez, with like three June. weeks. <laughs> like, like give it a month and like I gotta go somewhere else. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, unless I just stay in my house all day. And then I could do that like all the time and never emerge and be a hermit. <laughs> so, like I need I to. How is there. What's the balance? <laughs> as much as I hate how busy we've been and how busy I am and all that kind of stuff. I think after like a day or two of just sitting in my house, I'd be like, all right, what's next? I mean, yeah, I think like I could do like a month. I would like find stuff to do, I think. And then after like a month, I've done everything. And then I'd be like, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Out of here. Out of here. Bye. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, I mean, that's basically it. Nice. Wow. Mm. Yours took five minutes. Mine took 40. <laughs> Mine was just slightly existential. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, uh, but, uh, so the other day at work, I had a client. She's like a junior in college. So really, not that many years younger than me or us. But she's been home for like Christmas break and I think bored. And so she started saying what she was watching and she was like, yeah, like last night I just watched the movie, the intern. Like, have you heard of it? And like, you know, I remember that from like 10 years ago or something. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Oh yeah, I think I saw that once when it came out a million years ago. Um, I was like, does it has Robert De Niro in it? Right. She was like, um, I don't know. And she was like, it has Anne Hathaway. So that like, I was like, oh yeah, that's the movie I'm thinking of. I was like, oh yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Robert De Niro, right? But like, I don't, I don't fucking remember. I haven't seen the movie in a long time. I didn't technically know if it was Robert De Niro. And she like, I, so I keep saying like, it's Robert De Niro, right? Like, I think it is, right? And she finally, she's like, well, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? So then I get home. That night, I turn on the intern. Of course, it's Robert De Niro. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. So I confirmed what I believed. And I was... And the beginning scene is a monologue by Robert De Niro. And I'm like, I'm sorry. She watched this... Well, first of all, I should say she said it was good. Like, she was like, oh, yeah, it was a good movie. Like It was watch good, it. yeah. So she... <laughs> I'm like watching this monologue in the beginning. I'm like, she watched this whole movie 
and didn't know this was Robert De Niro? I just don't think she knew who that was to even begin with. Well, exactly. Like, isn't that like half the point of the movie? (laughs) Like, like the other half is Anne Hathaway? But like, I just was blown away. I was like, first of all, how do you not know? Did you really never watch like Meet the Parents? Or like, I feel like that's something people talk about. Yeah. And it's goofed a lot. So like, how did you not see that? And then every other movie that's ever existed on the planet. Like, um, Let's just do a rundown. Of all the movies she could have watched, or she probably has watched, and don't doesn't know who Robert. Well, Dean and is. in the movie, he's like a seventy year old, and so I was like, "Wait, that this movie's old. How old is he right now? He is fucking eighty years old and still acting. So there's no excuse for you to not know who Robert. Exactly, is. <laughs> he was in um, Shark Tale. Right? Yes, okay. but he's in uh, that killer flower. Oh, yeah. Oh, duh. That's what I was thinking of as, yeah. like, the recent thing. That's why I was like, how what is he now? Like, Jesus. <laughs> He's in The Joker, Meet the Fockers, Dirty Grandpa, um, Meet the Parents, uh, Silver Lining oh, Playbook, Goodfellas, Shark Tale, <laughs> Shark Tale, classic, Limitless. Oh, I did just watch that. New Year's Eve. Oh, he plays Don Lino. The the dad shark. The head so, okay, guy. Okay, the shark. I was thinking that. Okay, it's Martin nice. Scorsese that plays Sykes, the blowfish. Got it. But yeah, he's in so much stuff. And you're telling me that you don't know who that is. Also, like, just an eye, like, he is an icon. Well, right. Exactly. Like, like, like how do you not like know? some old dude. Like, he... No! Like... Yeah, I don't know. I just and, I, and then I didn't. Signature. I didn't even know how to respond. I just kept saying like, uh, 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 "Oh, well, I, I think that's him." Like, and then I was in the moment like, "Maybe it's not him," and that's why she doesn't know it's him. Like, <laughs> I was like <sighs> gaslighting myself. <laughs> oh well, that's my turbo take. These youths. <laughs> uh. Okay. okay. Your topic because I came with nothing. <laughs> you provided everything last time, so we are good. <laughs> Let me build some shit up. Um. Okay. So context. This is about to kind of get story time esque for context, audience. So it's about to get semi- real. Sorry. About to get real. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> so semi recently, Shelby and I. Had a conflict. A conflict. Put him up. Put him up. Put him up. She punched me in the face. <laughs> All the way from Florida, I did. <laughs> anyway, we had a conflict. And which led to a conversation on the phone for like two hours to resolve the conflict, I would say. So then... I was talking to a different friend to just like say that that happened and said that. (laughs) And then my friend, while I was telling her the very brief synopsis, like literally just like here's some events that occurred. And that was like all I really said. She gets this kind of like expression of like awe, like A-W-E. Shock. Awe. Yeah. Awe. Awe. (laughs) 
on her face. And I'm kind of like, what? why? <laughs> like, what's going on here? Um, and then she goes, I've never, like, what I'm realizing, like, while you're talking, is that I've never had a fight with a friend. And that's how she worded it. I never said a fight. <laughs> so, so I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah. So... I thought that was an interesting topic to bring up and I wanted to get your take on that and I guess I wanted to like broach it to the pod like I want to see what people do do but it made me think like yeah friends don't really fight do they usually unfortunately like unless they're like lifetime friend you know like we've endured a lot but like I feel Even, like regular friendships don't do that. I. So thinking of the different like types of friendships I've had in my life. So I have like Brooke, right? Who I've been friends with since the second grade. Still am. I think we got in one huge fight in high school. And then maybe one in like adulthood. But I feel like the adulthood one never even was, like, a fight. I think it's just more of, like, a mutual understanding of something that isn't so fun, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And then with us, maybe twice you can say we've had a con. Well, see, that's where I'm like, we've, we have definitely handled conflicts in the past. Yeah. But I feel like I, it, like, if I was going to say any of them were fights, I would say the most recent one could be classified as that. And I don't yeah. think the other ones would be. Like I wouldn't fight? either. No. And we've known each other since, for me, early college. So, you know, that's. A long period of time. And we maybe have ish gotten in one fight. And that was like like last week. (laughs) Um, And then with like my other friends. I Like. If anything. Yeah we've like talked about things. That like maybe like bother us. Or is like annoying or something. But like. Yeah I can't think of a fight I've had. With a genuine regular friend. I've maybe gotten in fights with friends, like, you know, the short-term stint friends that you get, like, especially during, like, high school and stuff. I've gotten in fights with them, but it wasn't, we weren't genuine, full friends. Well, and then after those fights, uh, um, did you guys stay friends? No. Right, right. Right. And that's, that's like, the only ones I can think of, too. I feel like. The only time I've ever been in what could be considered a fight, I feel like with a friend, were when the friendships were ending. And like, that was it. Yeah. So nothing that led to like, you know. A resolution. Yeah. Yeah. The only one ever, again, was Brooke. And even like after that, we didn't talk for a long time. Oh, really? 
Yeah, but then we kind of, obviously, we're still friends today, so obviously we fixed it. But, um, and I think partly, and this is just like my thoughts, I think partly the reason that it doesn't happen really is for one of two things. I think people, as an overarching thing, I think people also just don't don't bring up things because they don't know how. Because they're afraid it's going to lead to a fight. So I feel like that's an overarching thing. But I do feel like, one, people don't, friends don't fight because nobody ever brings up issues that they're having. Because they're too afraid that it will lead to a fight and then therefore lead to the end of a friendship. And so they just don't even bring it up. So there's no fight to be had. On the other side, I think friends don't fight. And this kind of has two layers, I guess. One, you kind of have an understanding with your friend of the quirks or annoyances or the things that your friend has that you are willing to put up with because that's, that's your girl, that's your friend or your boy, whatever. Right. So you're willing to put up with these things that you already know that that's who they are. And then on the second layer of that, of I feel like once you like know those things, you can kind of just easily say like, hey, you're being annoying or hey, like what's going on? Like this is the issue. And then you like have a simple conversation about it and then you move on. So it's either not getting brought up or it's accepted and can get brought up in a more casual way or in a, hey, we need to have a conversation about this way and it not leading to a fight or the end of a friendship yeah i well and what she said in the moment what my friend said about it was um that she felt like she had probably always been too afraid to bring stuff up for yeah like what would i happen think that next. is the number one reason why friends don't fight it's yeah. because they don't want to even risk getting in a fight. Right. For sure. But I just find it interesting because I had also just been listening to, um, I don't even know which podcast it was, but some podcast about, I, I don't think it was all about this, but they had to talk a lot about like conflicts in relationships. Like it was more like romantic relationships, but a relationship is a relationship. So mm-hmm. um, I was kind of applying it to all. And like, they were talking about how, Like, they feel like it is the best course to bring up every single little thing in a true, like, a deep relationship. Yeah. That is bothering you. Like, and hash it out right then and there. And if that, like, once you're hashing it out, more shit comes up, you hash that shit out. And then, like, you just keep, like, digging. And, like, yeah, it sucks. But, like, you know, in the long run, it, um, you know, leads to the best results and of course if like it's not meant to be like you probably are sick of each other by fighting all the time and you can right and and the friendship so like (laughs) i just thought it was really interesting it is interesting because then like you kind of think about like yourself of like how where do you fall in that and i feel like for a long time i was that that number one at least in my opinion number one reason of like I never want one I never wanted to bring it up because I felt like anytime things did get brought up it did sometimes lead to the end of a friendship and if I value a friendship I don't want to risk it almost another 
side of that was I almost like wouldn't bring things up because to me they weren't that big a deal I guess and like I just kind of am like yeah you know whatever it happened it's fine now if it kept happening obviously I would say something but like initially I would just be like "Eh, whatever (laughs) and just like act like everything was like "Eh, who cares I feel like now I still kind of fall sometimes into that like I don't want to bring it up because I don't want it's almost like I don't want to deal with it like I don't want to deal with the reaction I don't want to deal with the like fighting of it I don't if it's something I feel like I can just deal with and it's fine then I don't want to bring it up because I don't want it to be bigger than what like I want to deal with yeah if that makes sense And then on the other side, I do, like, feel like a lot in my friendships, I can bring up, like, hey, this is bothering me. Like, can we fix that? Can we, like, handle that? Can we? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know where exactly I fall on that. I think, I I mean, I know that I am an avoidant type of person, like, Mm -hmm. if we want to get into attachment styles. Oh, my uh, therapist did tell me my attachment style. What is it? Anxious. I mean, I would have guessed that, but I feel unless you take like a real quiz and I only say that because like, she's not in your head, like she's right. not you, um, there, do you know about the, like, do you know about the types? No. Oh, okay. Cause you could like, there's one that's a combination of avoided and anxious. So like technically mm. you could possibly be that for all you know, cause I gotcha. thought I was straight up avoidant and I'm still both. <laughs> so, <laughs> <typical>. <laughs> but, but anyway. um, yeah, right. I don't even know where I was going with that, but avoidant. I'm you're more avoidant. avoidant. You're yeah. Yes. So, but I also don't feel like I'm willing to put up. I don't know. Cause it's, it's a very like weird blend of like, I also don't want to deal with like what doesn't feel necessary. And also mm. a lot of things I do feel like, aren't always that deep like even if it's something you don't like it's not usually that deep but then maybe if it's a the recurring you know Mm. i get that but yeah i guess i've i don't know because i have fought with people but it was really only when i was done usually and i do feel like in our conflict because like i said i never called it a fight (laughs) but (laughs) i do feel like i was never gonna take it issue (laughs) <laughs> issue. It's getting less intense every day. <laughs> we like didn't even. It was tight. <laughs> but um, I don't feel like I was gonna take it there. Like I feel like it only kind of got to that point because of you pushing me. And I, I mean that in a like good way. I don't mean that in a bad way. Because like I think we both had things that needed said. So yeah. Um, but I think I was really trying to be like, well, we can like dance around it and you're like tell me what the fuck is up (laughs) (laughs) and I was like oh my god okay fine jeez yeah I feel like at the like hour hour and a half mark I finally was just like we're talking in circles this is going nowhere what is the resolution how are we going to fix this and June was like yeah I think you're right (laughs) which I like not in that voice I don't know why I did that but (laughs) you're right (laughs) yes I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love that. <laughs> oh, it's got me hot. My robe. <laughs> My robe. But yeah, I mean, I just, I just find it all very interesting, and I feel like it's a good like reflection point for other people to consider mm-hmm. and think about, yeah. and like, um, thinking of other people I know and like their close friendships that I know a lot about. I 
don't remember them ever fighting. So I'm yeah. like, I really don't think most people are fighting in their close friendships. And maybe that's a problem. <laughs> I mean, well, and I feel like... I feel like people who don't talk about these things are the people who end up having an ending friendship with somebody because it boils up and then it becomes a, f- a, a fight where you say things and do things that you can't come back from. Mm-hmm. And even if it doesn't end the friendship, it ends the friendship as you knew it. I think it goes to a point where your friendship will maybe not end, but if you're not talking about these things, it's going to boil up to where that friendship is no longer the friendship you want or had right and yeah i guess in like things i've witnessed with other people like when i see uh, like some of my close people's their close relationships like a lot of Mm -hmm. times i'll feel like that's what i'm witnessing Mm -hmm. and in a way though that oftentimes stays buried because Mm -hmm. one of the people is willing to put up with it yeah or eventually move off move past it even if they were very hurt you know for a period of time and i guess part of me like commends people who do that but for me i could never go back into it if i was hurt like that deeply like there would need to be a resolution so it would almost like feel like almost a sort of like either resentment whether you know it or not like you will still have kind of this unresolved feeling about it rather you moved on for or at least in my opinion I don't want to talk for people but like at least in my opinion like you're always going to have some deep feeling about it so then if it ever happens again or something else happens you then that's going to come back to the forefront of your mind and then it's going to I feel like make that next issue conflict fight whatever it is maybe bigger than it had to be because you're like, okay, well, you already did this and you never got a re- resolution out of it. So you're like, oh, well, this already happened. I've already like been upset with you about this. So now you're doing something again and now it's like building. So then when the next issue comes, it's a bigger issue because you never got, it never got resolved. It's right. still there, whether you moved on or not. Yeah, no, totally. Can't no. shit. Especially, like, if you're with that person every (laughs) single day, like, you can't live your life like that. Mm -mm. And, yeah, I guess, like, my closing thoughts are, like, I want to encourage people to, you know, not put off the conflict. Like, do the, you know, when, when it feels right, don't put off the conflict. And I know that the fear is there for everybody of, like, what if this ends it? But I also think you have to kind of give over to the like, if it ends, it wasn't meant to be. And and if we can't work through it, it's not meant to continue. And right. Or I shouldn't give up what I need for, because they aren't willing, you know, blah, blah, blah. And closing that door can open the door for other people who are a better fit for you mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, absolutely. You know, to come yeah. In, if, so. if you bringing up something that bothers you to someone, again, whether it's a friendship relationship, a partner in business somehow, a, whatever, if you bringing up something that is truly bothering you ends that relationship for you, then yeah, it probably wasn't meant for you. 
because I feel like the people who know you and love you and care about you should be able to take something that's bothering you and want to help. They don't want to see you hurt, hopefully, and they would want to take those steps to help you feel better in that relationship. Right. So. No notes. Drop that mic. <laughs> so, yeah, guys. Um, what do you think about all that? Have you fought a friend? Have you put off by your friend? Have you done one successfully? Have you... How do you normally deal uh, with when you are feeling these things in a friendship? Do you bring it up? Do you avoid it? Yeah. Is there a better way <laughs> we should be going about it? <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> you know, We're know. not perfect. <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> uh. So this episode... Okay, guys. So yeah, this next week, we'll be taking a break. Which is because of our trips. And then... We'll see you the week after that. And then we'll take one more break. And then we should be back full time after that. Yeah. Like every other week for a second. For just, and then, and then we'll be right back weekly. Use that time um, to catch up. If you look at yeah. uh, Instagram, go back on Spotify and go through every single episode and answer questions, answer the polls. If you had it, re-listen, re-listen <laughs> um, to the good old days. Share with a friend. <laughs> right, the good old days. <laughs> um, and because once we're back weekly, we have some fun stuff coming at you. And we have a fun one coming with our, like, you know, our solo ep sandwiched between two no weeks. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yes. <laughs> To me, it did. So there's fun stuff coming at you guys. <laughs> so we're making it up to you. And we love you all. I love you. And catch us next Yeah. See you know. next time. <laughs> see you next time. Have a great week. Yes. Goodbye. We'll be in other countries. Ta-ta. Oh, yeah. Sorry about you. Sorry about you. <laughs> bye. Bye. play a fun game of is that thunder or is that Shelby's stomach a <laughs> little bit of both <laughs> we don't know <laughs> they sound the same um, they sound the same they're equally loud <laughs> I mean kind of <laughs> remember that time on the pod where we said she was just going to pack her shit about? and just what leave I, I think, I think. <laughs> 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 well I killed her <laughs> <The spirit. laughs>